TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to 100 Not Out, featuring your hosts, Dr. Damien Christoph and Marcus Pierce. the show dedicated to helping you master the art of aging well my name is marcus pierce and for the 500th time i have the great privilege of being with australia's number one wellness expert the undisputed immortal of wellness dr damien christopher <laughs> how are you brother <laughs> oh, so great to be here and thanks for joining me here in melbourne what a crack of night and uh here we are in sandy um god's country clearly because it doesn't get any more beautiful than this and what a beautiful audience can you believe we've got a live audience it's so good to be here live in sandringham the sun is shining down on us and we've Ridiculous. got about 70 or 80 or 100 of sandringham's finest or victoria's finest because <laughs> i say victoria's finest because we've got people that have traveled literally two hours two hours to see you speak like from brighton so yeah it's like pretty much <laughs> a long way so no pressure yeah, yeah. um but we are here uh for the 500th time uh to share uh some of what we've learned over 499 episodes um, yeah. but before we get into it i do think it's important that we acknowledge some of the people that have responded to the call out uh over yeah. the last week or two of what they've learned over the years and i've got about three million responses to go through but i'm gonna just share maybe three or four uh, because we've got some um, very grateful responses from people that have been listening for many years. Uh, got an email from Andy Bevan, yeah, uh, who sent this just the other day. He <laughs> yeah. said, "Hey, Marcus, because I gave my email address uh, in the episode because you didn't want to get uh, overloaded inbox." Uh, I said, "He said, hey, Marcus, just wanted to answer your request for feedback reflections as you guys celebrate 500 not out." Uh, I could go on and on about where I was when I started listening to you guys and where I am now. I think I've been listening for around six years, but I'll try to keep it brief. Started as a 23-year-old nutrition freak who had just been introduced to biohacking and wanted to find out more about how what I put in my body can help me live a long and prosperous life. Today, I'm a nutrition-conscious 30-year-old committed to living a well-balanced life, good food, movement by doing activities I love, which is soccer and walking, and above all else, building a great community around me. Congrats to you and Damo on the milestone and looking forward to the next 500 cheers andy so shout out to andy andy That's thanks andy cracking with thanks fun. andy yeah what have you got there uh robin robin burke congratulations on 500 episodes marcus and damo i love it when people call me damo um exclamation mark love heart emoji uh looking forward to hearing it your podcast light up my life each week Love your book too. That must be for you, Marcus. Oh, well, that's yeah, very kind of Robin. Speaking got a, of someone I, I've got a book. that listens every week that I don't actually know, you've got an audience member here, Vivian Dean, who came up to me earlier and said, Marcus, listen to you every week. Yeah. With Damon. Yeah. Love it. Now, <laughs> yeah. Viv, yeah. can you come up here for a moment and tell us the one line? Viv is a clinical nutritionist, yoga instructor, <laughs> I think Pilates, personal trainer, all these other things. You have a one-liner that is so much better than may the rest of your life be the best of your life. Can you tell us? what you tell your clients every day? Yes. I tell them that as we're getting older, we're getting younger, stronger, fitter, better, healthier, and wealthier. Round of applause for Viv. Hey, folks. Nice. Nice, Viv. So good. <laughs> that's, that's an affirmation. That's an affirmation. Yeah. And, and I've seen Viv do that. Yeah. You haven't. Viv is a very well-regarded 
member of the wellness community. My dad sent me a message. He said, Marcus, congratulations on the podcast. By the way, what is a podcast? Uh, said, DP, that's one of the best. Thanks, DP. Love that. Well, we could thank him lots. He wouldn't even know because yeah, he doesn't no, listen. No. He absolutely wouldn't no. be listening, but we love the support of family and friends. Yeah. Um, also got a couple of apologies to make, Domo, because I yeah. had a look back on our social media, which we never check. No. Um, and there's hundreds of <laughs> comments, and we apologize because we're all very social uh, at 100 Not Out. Lots of comments we've never responded to. So yeah. I just want to quickly apologize. Yeah. Leah Laidlaw, Wendy Stewart, Rhonda Murphy, Trudy Petter, who's actually in the room tonight. You've engaged with us, and we haven't engaged with you, and we apologize because we know that it's really annoying when you make contact with people and they don't come back to you. But there's also a few messages. Someone like Pamara808, hi, we just sent you a direct message for a potential partnership. Please reply ASAP to start. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever got those comments before. Anyone ever got uh, comments on their things? Reality records. There's yeah. all these paid partnerships that want us, but I don't think it's real. No, I don't think it's real. And usually they've got other pictures. Yeah, I don't tend to um, reply to those either. But I was harassed earlier on. Uh, Lucia said to me, "Don't you watch my? Don't you watch my socials?" And I'm like, "No, nah, I don't, because I don't get on the socials." So I'm sorry about that, Lucia. But you can see it's proof, right? This is true. Yeah, this is true. So. It's been a good ride. It's been 10 years and I think uh, today would be great. I'd like to put a cut. Just can you, if you want to share what you've learned, I know a third of the room here has listened to the podcast before. You don't have to tell us right now, but would you be happy to share on the 500th episode just one or two things you've learned since listening to the podcast? If no one puts their hand up, I won't bake anyone. Would anyone like to share? Oh, we'll give them a little bit longer. Oh, yeah, got a couple. All right, cool. I'm going to come to you at the end of the podcast, but Damon. Yes. 10 years, we've done a lot wow. of episodes around New Year's Eve about what are you seeing over the, the coming year. Mm-hmm. But I think rather than reflecting on previous episodes, it would be great to kind of ascertain what we think is going to come to pass over the next 10 years, mm-hmm. health, wellness, longevity. Yeah. Uh, this is right in your wheelhouse. What are you looking at Uh from a futurist's perspective moving forward. <laughs> a futurist. Imagine I become a futurist. Well, there's a few things, and I reckon it changes as we get older, I have to say. So as we've gone through generations, every decade, I've kind of changed my mind a little bit. So you go back to my late 20s when I kind of embarked, or maybe early 20s, when I embarked on all of this, everything was all about gluten-free. And then I went through into my 30s, and everything's about gluten-free and paleo and you know, dairy-free and you know what you could cut out as opposed to what you could bring in then we get into the 40s and we start to learn about this stuff and you start to realize that life's more than a diet and it's more than restriction and it's more than um you know what you you have to restrict and it's more about what you can bring in and i think the reason why you bring things in is because you have found a purpose and so now that i'm approaching 50 it's about establishing and finding um, clarity around purpose and I think that um, the new wave of wellness will be purpose driven so I was having a conversation with a gentleman today and uh, you know we're chatting away 27 minutes into the 30 minute you know chat and I said so what's your purpose like what are you doing all this for where do you want to be what's driving you to achieve all of this and so I think that where we'll head will be a greater understanding of ourselves and a greater understanding of why we're actually here to do the things that we're doing why wouldn't you go and travel. Why wouldn't you, you know, go and catch up with your mates more frequently? You know, should we continue to keep on chasing a bank account or a bank balance or could we be doing things differently to enhance our happiness? But that comes down to our purpose. Do you think the challenges of the last two or three years has been a driver to that as well because it's almost made people either 
recognize what they missed that was really meaningful and purpose-driven for them, whether it was visiting family or working in a certain place or the way they live their lives. Do you think the last couple of years has driven that home for people? Yeah, PC, for sure. You know, I... I noticed that people became very forlorn and withdrawn and started to realize what was important, you know. So it wasn't that important to have all of the things that we had and to do all the things that we did and to be as busy as what we were. And then coming out of, you know, that time, I nearly swore, I nearly said the C word, um, coming out of that time, we, we've all tried to continue to be doing all the things that we used to do as well as all the things that we learned to do through – through that time you know and uh and so uh and that that i think has made people realize that we've become too busy um and we could easily and i've found somebody slipping back into the humble brag the other day um and easily slip back into Share the, what the humble brag is because not everyone yeah, yeah. so um uh, gary McEwen, i think it was wasn't it uh, mckeon gary mckeon yeah. yep he wrote a book um called uh essentialism and in that book, he wrote about the humble brag. When somebody asks you how you are, they're actually asking, how are you? N- not how busy are you? And so a lot of people, when they get asked, how are you? They would say, I'm so busy. You know, things are crazy. Or I've got so much on. And that becomes the humble brag, you know, expecting a pat on the back. Well done. It's great to be busy. And that's so early 2000s. You know, these days, there's an intention around that question. And people want to actually know how are you? And so you should respond with, I'm well, thanks. Um, or I'm not that great. You know, whatever it is so that people can uh, get around you and, and and help you, you know, be a better version. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So uh, you see people every day. Um, are you finding that this conversation around purpose is becoming, because I know a lot of us feel that things are becoming, I, I almost, I don't, feel uncomfortable using the n-word normal we're like things are back to normal mm. um but going to airports and traveling i, I kind of love seeing people traveling again and out and about do you feel the context of the last few years now is actually it's almost going one of two ways people are going back to the old times of being busy like you said it's creeping back into the vernacular yeah um but then you've also got a number of people and probably people in this room tonight where it's like no i, I don't want to go back to the, my 2019 identity or my 2019 lifestyle or because I realized during 2020, 21, 22 that that wasn't a sustainable way of being. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. It's, it's There's polarization, but there's been polarization in the community too, you know. So I think that, you know, you're either right or you're wrong, you're good or you're bad, you're black or you're white, you know, this whole right or wrong kind of scenario that we're faced with at the moment means that there's not conversation between you know, in this, you know, there's a great saying that says the rhythms in the space between the beats. Well, the music is it's the space between the notes. Yeah, between the notes. Yes. And so, because we're so definite about what's right, what's the right thing to do, the, you know, if you did something that was different to what someone else did, then you're now wrong. Um, and that approach is not allowing us to have colors. So, everything's kind of in black and white and not even seeing gray anymore. You know, it's kind of like you're either that way or you're that way. You vote blue or you vote red. You know, it's kind of, it, it's a really tricky situation for people to be in. Like, yeah. It's, it's well, complicated. It's interesting that you say this because I was reflecting on on 500 episodes and then what happens in the next 10 years and then what's happening in Australia at the moment with longevity. And you spoke about 
how there's no gray anymore and a lot of people have you know i'm here for a good time not a long time yeah um but we have this challenge in australia that no one talks about that we are here for a long time whether you like it or not <laughs> you're gonna you be live in the eighth longest living country on the planet out of 195 countries uh we have a longevity crisis we have a time crisis because we are eighth on the ladder for longevity but we're 21st on the ladder for quality of life and that is over 12 years of morbidity increased meds increased time in hospitals time in nursing home it's a very undignified end and we have all of this technology which is improving and we can keep people alive for as long as we want and we've got so many different ways to be distracted and we've got technology and we've got so many things that we that we feel make our lives easier but you know we travel to Ikaria every year we're going back in 2023 I keep on saying 2022 but that's this year we're going back in 2023, June 12 to 21, for those of you that are here or watching and listening. Um, and in Ikaria, they don't have supermarkets. Cars are overrated. They walk to their neighbours. They have a drop-in policy. They've got a landline phone. They've got a dumb phone or a flip phone. They <laughs> yeah. eat around the table and it takes them an hour. We do it for five seconds. They only drink alcohol whilst they're eating and with others. We're like eating is cheating and we drink by ourselves. And we've got so many things <laughs> that are so actually true. so decrepitly average. Yeah, yeah. But we've got so much technological wisdom and we're so smart and we're better than we've ever been yeah but we have this morbid end to our life and yeah. so i think i totally agree with you about purpose yeah we've got to integrate what we know about technology and um modern living yeah but we've also got to um yearn to live with the wisdom of people that have been living long lives for a hell of a lot uh longer than what we've been around for yeah and to integrate you know the east and the west and to and to live that what you said the gray life to not be so good, bad, right, wrong, you know, technology or living like hunter-gatherers. It's like we've got to find a way to actually enjoy living both of those lives. Yeah, totally. I reckon PC right. Uh, and, and, you know, when we reflect on how many people will pass on in this next decade, it could be traumatically through, you know, not living their greatest life. And we'd encourage people who listen to this and everyone here, like to find what your purpose is and then chase it, you know, like go for gold. Be as healthy as you can, get it move, eat well, drink heaps of water, do all the things that we know work really well and, uh, and, and you give yourself a better chance of um, not only you know, living a long time but experiencing a great life. Absolutely. Yeah. There is a, a, a proverb before, well, not a proverb, just a, an old Greek history lesson and then we'll get a bit of feedback from the, from the audience before we wrap this up. Yeah. There was, um, I call him Tithonius, but I think it was Tithonus, but Eos who I think was like, I don't know, a Greek goddess of beauty or something. Don't, don't try and correct me because I'm getting hmm. this wrong. But Tithonius was granted with everlasting life. But uh, when he was granted with everlasting life, they forgot to grant him beauty and vitality. Uh, so he lived forever, uh, but was literally babbling with no dignity for eternity, let's say. And it does remind me in a kind of sad way that so many people in society today are like the modern day Tithonius. They've got all the longevity in the world, but no quality of life to speak of. Mm. Um, and we have parents that have had that and it's disgusting to have to experience that and it just hurts so much. Um, but it's something that I think for everyone here and everyone that's watching and listening and has been part of our community for 10 plus years, that's the burn that we want to really lead us into the future is we want to live with quality of life because what's what good is longevity if you don't have the quality of life to enjoy it yeah i 100 percent agree with that pc and you know looking around at the people that are living a great long life and we'll interview a lot more of those people over the next you know 10 years maybe 20 i don't know what happens okay. in 20 years time well, they still 1500 have... you reckon we're the longest lived podcast in yeah. australia yeah we are 
We are. Check it out. Yeah. Check it out. I don't believe you. I, I, I don't I, know. I, clearly. I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah, it is true. But uh, there's people who've got more episodes because they do it every day or every week, mm. but they haven't been around for 10 years. Yeah. Now, speaking of us being around for 10 years, we've got to go down a bit of um, – we've got to do a bit of nostalgia to wrap yeah. up this episode. So, Mark Smalley is in the back row in the corner as she tends to do. She comes to all of our events. We interviewed Marg's mum, Muriel, who's yes. no longer with us. She no. would have been 103 this year. Um, Muriel Smalley joined us. Um, how long ago was it, Marg? Three and a half years ago. Three and a half years. Had she turned 100 or just about two? No, she just turned. Turned 100 yeah. the day before. Oh. And she would have been, she died just this year, just before she was 103. Wow. Just before her. She was still mind-wise absolutely fine. Yeah. Unbelievable. Raised Unbelievable. the bank. She lived in Shepparton until she was 102 and just came down to me for the last few months. Wow. Wow. It's good, Great huh? life. A great life. Good, um, huh? And always ate what they grew. Now, yes, she lived very simply. Now, my auntie Kate here. Auntie Kate, come on up. Come on up because you put <laughs> your hand up for having learned something from 100 Not Out. All right. Is there anyone else that wants to share a quick lesson? You're going to share it with millions of people around the world. Viv wants to share one too. All right, Annie Kate, over to you. What have you learned on 100 Not Out? The repeated idea of keeping everything really simple and going back to basics, you know, and I don't listen all the time, but whenever I do, it always helped me come back to basics, keep it simple. Well done. Yep. Yeah. And that's exactly as Marg's mum Muriel did, particularly with diet. Yeah. It's not a complicated diet. No. Nah. It's pretty much meat and three veg. Yeah. You could do it better, meat and five oh, veg. Oh, that's right. Yes, we're yeah. still 500 episodes in looking for a 100-year-old vegan who's been vegan since they were born. It's not vegan bashing at all. We are curious if we can find a centenarian vegan who's been vegan since they were born. We would love that. We would love it. Uh, if you, you know of anyone. Yeah. A, a quick lesson yes. from 100 Not Out? The sociology of food and just... You know, you talk about Ikaria being the land that people forget to die. And that's what I, it's the sociology of having an environment where you're actually together. That seems to be the commonality in all the places in the world where people live the longest. They have a really strong community. Mm. Great work. Thanks, Viv. Round of applause for Viv and Kate. Um, Now, Damo, I know it's time to it's crack time. your stress code, but yeah. before we do, I want you to share a story because it's exactly what Viv said. Mm-hmm. Before uh, um, before we came to crack your stress code, yes, we you said we've got to go to this Greek restaurant, Amos <laughs> Tavern around the corner. Yes, and we did. We had what did we have? Well, I think there's a few people in this room that would know exactly what I ordered because I've taken half the room to Greek to <laughs> you know Amos Tavern, uh, but we had um, some white bait, which is delicious. Uh, we had uh, zucchini flowers, which is delicious. Uh, we had saganaki, and we had some wine. We what had a glass of red wine. Oh, we had some. We had a little bit of salad now, on the side. I want yeah. you to. The, the reason why I say that is because before you and I met, when you were hosting Downsize Me in New Zealand, yeah, you were the opposite. I want this to be the context of growth for. Mm. Australia's number one wellness expert. You were living in New Zealand, hosting a top-rating TV show. Yep. Tell the story of what you would or wouldn't do in public in relation to food on the back of what Viv's just mentioned about sociology and food. Yeah, so I was on television and, if, you know, when you're on TV you, and you're in the public light, so this was like a, a 7.30 on a Tuesday night TV show on the equivalent of Channel 10. 
So it was, you know, it was big. <laughs> I was famous, right? And uh, and so like bigger than Ben Hur. And uh, what what would happen is I would want to eat something, but because if I went out to eat something, people would see what I was eating. I was often asked, you know, should you be eating that demo, and, or downsize me demo? They'd call me. And I at one point I remember sitting down to maybe a pasta or something with some friends, or maybe we had some mussels and there might have been some chips or something. And um, we're at the Belgian beer cafe in um, in uh, Takapuna maybe I don't know anyway so we're there and I'm eating and this person comes over to me and says should you be eating those chi- these chips downsize me demo and all of a sudden I went into hiding so at that point in time I then no longer went out to buy chocolate I, which is one of my greatest joys I love chocolate and I never went out to buy my favourite dessert which is vanilla ice cream so I would um, I would have to get my friends and family to go out and buy my dessert because I didn't want to go out and be seen to be buying these things which in actual fact when you reflect on that probably aged me a little bit so like Viv I've got to turn my age back and get younger and now I'm happy to eat ice cream and face the questions but you know the sociology of eating means that you eat more with your mates and one of the things that Marcus and I have always said is you're better off having fun and eating what you will with your mates laughing telling stories than sucking a kale smoothie that's gluten-free, dairy-free, fun-free, sitting in the corner or by yourself sucking your thumb. And so um, we, you know, for me, I came out of hiding with regards to food and I embrace all kinds of food and meals and it's better done with mates and the sociology of food. Mm. I love that story. Thank you for sharing it um, so honestly and I think it perfectly encapsulates the journey we've been on together over the last 10 years. Let's do it for another 10. Yeah, let's do it. Um, yeah. Thank you to everyone for indulging us at the beginning of Crack Your Stress Code uh, here in Sandringham. This has been episode 500. Everyone on Facebook, thank you for joining us. We really appreciate that too. We'll be back at our regular time uh, next Wednesday. To everyone who's been listening over the last 10 years, uh, watching uh, the podcast, coming to Ikaria with us. If you're coming with us uh, in June, next year is June 12 to 21. All the details are at 100notout.com. You've got a uh, 100notout.com uh, to join us on our uh, 2023 longevity experience. To find out more about Damo, head on over to damienchristoff.com, myself, marcuspierce.com.au. And until episode 501, may the rest <laughs> of your life continue to be the best of your life. Bye for now. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. Thanks, Piercey. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst The Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of The Wellness Couch podcasts.